Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Defense, uh, getting it done for them, which they did. Uh, they played pretty well in the second half. 20-17 uh, win. We've got NFL overs. They were hot in week number two. Underdogs through two weeks, which Joe always loves. Joe loves when the dogs are barking. Uh, so we've got some numbers on that through two weeks of the NFL season. Also in hour number one, as always, uh, here on C2C every day, Gabe Marenzi, Sports Rage Late Night. Uh, who's going to ruin your night? We've got Gabe. We also have Mike DeCourcy every Tuesday on C2C from the Sporting News. Several things to discuss with Mike today, including uh, the Mel Tucker stuff at Michigan State. Saw some names uh, floated around today for that job. Pat Narduzzi. Whew. That's 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 one way to go. You'll get Pat Narduzzi in the job at Michigan State. Uh, hour number two, lots of NFL. Giants and the Niners will start week number three on Thursday night football. We've got Brian Dable today, wants the Giants to keep getting better after that big second half against Arizona. Updated number for you. I also just saw Dable speaking today, moments ago, say that they're, they're not listing uh, Barkley out yet for Thursday night. So here we go again. I love these coaches. The cloak and dagger. Oh, uh, you know, well, we're going to see how he does. Uh, the next Brian, stop. Please. You know he's not playing on Thursday night. What are you what are you going to the Niners are going to Kyle Shanahan and the crew are going to sit around for the next 48 hours thinking that Barkley's going to play? Stop. Just say he's out. I don't know why these coaches do this. They think they're getting some big leg up on everybody else. You're not. Brian, well, we don't, we're not going to declare him out yet. We're not sure. We're going to see how he's feeling better today. Get serious. Uh, we've got McVay explaining that field goal at the end of the game, which was very significant to some <laughs> on Sunday in the Ram game. Zach Taylor on Joe Burrow's status, which is not uh, looking very good. Rams and the Bengals, of course, play Monday night in Cincinnati. We have also Davis Maddock in hour number two. The Lions share with him. We've got his baseball plays for tonight. I will also ask him, uh, since it's Tuesday, who he's targeting uh, for fantasy for the waiver wire uh, in the NFL. Sp specifically, probably the kid Ford on the Browns uh, last night, who's now going to get uh, the lion's share of the work uh, now that Chubb is going to be out. We've got Belichick today as the Patriots get ready for the Jets. Dan Campbell and Arthur Smith. Lions and the Falcons. I only played Arthur Smith today because Joe's on. I know how much Joe can't stand Arthur Smith. Uh, so we've got an Arthur Smith clip today on C2C. Andy Reid wasn't thrilled with a lot of things despite the Chiefs winning. They have the Bears coming up on Sunday. Sean McDermott glad that the Bills bounced back as well. Chargers have no timeline for the Austin Eckler return. Uh, not a good scene there. AFC odds, 
NFC odds through two weeks in the National Football League. We have today in sports history, of course, as always, as well. Final hour, lots of college football today. Uh, as we zero in on what is a monster, monster week, six games featuring two ranked teams, even several other games beyond that that hold a lot of significance. We will have Rich Sermonello's weekly Maxwell recap to start hour number three. We will get into uh, all of these games this week. Uh, I've also got odds to win the national title. Odds, uh, Bama has plummeted. How about getting Bama at 50 to one right now to win the national championship? Too bad they don't have a quarterback. Uh, probably is not gonna go very well uh, if you go and make that selection. Ohio State and Notre Dame, Florida State and Clemson, Colorado and Oregon and what Dion is doing for college football can you believe nine and a half million people watched Colorado Colorado State on Saturday night late night what a rating for that game I think it was the fifth most watched game in ESPN college football history history ESPN's had college football for a long time uh, it's amazing how many eyeballs are going which makes you even wonder why they have this game why didn't, he, why didn't they put the game in primetime with Oregon? Why are they playing it at 3.30 uh, on Saturday? Uh, that's a big mistake by them. Uh, Ole Miss and Bama in Tuscaloosa this week. Oh, the lane train rolling into Tuscaloosa for Nick on Saturday afternoon. Outright. UCLA and Utah, Iowa and Penn State. Lots of great games coming up this week. We will get to the baseball as well. Orioles beat the Astros last night. So the Astros lost. The Rangers lost again. I need one. I've needed one win for a week from the Texas Rangers uh, to cash that over 82 and a half wins for this season. I think they've lost four or five games in a row. I mean, can you guys? I know they're not going to lose every game. The rest. Can you just finish that off for me? We got a win tonight over the Red Sox and cash that over 82 and a half. I'm tired of doing this every day. The Mariners did beat the A's, so they gained games on both of them. Dodgers beat up the Tigers. Uh, Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Real Muto. Everybody went yard for the Phillies last night in Atlanta. Marlins lost on a ninth inning. Jeff McNeil home run as well. We have all of the games tonight, a full slate in Major League Baseball, including uh, the tater time picks. Yes, we do not leave the tater time picks out. Just because we are so uh, deep in the football does not mean that we are not going to try and hit some taters. And our boy, Blue, the pride of Chestnut Hill, Mike Blewett, uh, will be with us in the final hour as well. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty. Joe Lisi joins me next. We're just getting rolling. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Joining me as always, uh, the encyclopedia of college football. Uh, that is a big week for him, as we know. Uh, oh, here we every go. night, 8 p.m. East on Sports Grid Radio. Eating fat lately at Joe's Restaurant, and that is uh, go for the two. Joe Lisi. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Hi. Carver, don't do that in the b- biggest weekend of college football coming up. You kid, don't throw BKs at me right now in Rhodes's. You know, we got the biggest weekend of college football in over a decade, and all of a sudden, I know what you're trying to do just because you got clubbed over the head last week and with the picks. Don't throw it my way. No, you had a big week, six and one. Joe's on fire uh, right uh, now going into this were, week. Yeah, on well, you were on fire. fire. You, were, you were in fuego, too last week yeah well it's ups and downs joe it's ups and downs uh, i did before we get going joe i of course have to tell you that BetMGM uh, has an outstanding first bet offer for you fifteen hundred dollar first bet offer bonus code sg1500 that's sg1500 this is for all new BetMGM sportsbook account users all you got to do download the BetMGM sportsbook app on ios or android or visit betmgm.com sign up and deposit at least ten dollars into your BetMGM sportsbook account place your first wager and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bonus bets if the bet loses if the bet does lose your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled that is bonus code sg1500 bet mgm's first bet offer all right joe uh, lots of things to cover here today i want to start with last night uh steelers and the browns was the better game uh so we'll go there 26 to 22 the steelers get it done really joe uh to, with defense Right. I mean, the Steeler offense, aside from the long pass that Pickett hit uh, to Pickens, I mean, they really didn't do much uh, in that game. It was the guys up front, uh, the pass rush for the Steelers that made things happen. And the winning touchdown, T.J. Watt on Steelers radio. Long count. Play action fake. He's back. There's it. defensive touchdown of this game two defensive touchdowns four forced fumbles they recovered three of them one pick and six sacks last night for the Steeler D Joe 
Yeah, amazing. It started on the first play of the game. We were on the air with the pick six. Totally changed the momentum of that ball game. But at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson regrouped. They overcame the injury to Nick Chubb. Jerome Ford with a big performance. And somehow, some way, Deshaun Watson's not clean with the football in the fourth quarter. I mean, at the end of the day, I understand that the offensive line broke down. But you have to be clean with the football. Not only that, Carver, and you know I'm a backer of the Browns this year, but why do we get Deshaun Watson and pay him $280 million? Can you tell me? I need to understand why. 225 yards last night. He has not thrown for 250 since he's in a brown uniform right now. What, what are we doing here? I was actually going to say to you next, like, you had all the games last year, kind of got a pass when he came back from the suspension. First time playing with the Browns. He missed so much time. Let him get his feet wet, but... You thought after the long offseason and all of that time at minicamp, OTAs, training camp in August, you would have thought that coming into this year, you would get maybe at least most of the Watson we saw in Houston back. And through two games, Joe, let's be honest, you ain't got that. Even when they beat Cincinnati last week, they didn't win that game because of some great performance from Deshaun Watson. I mean, he was mediocre to average in that game. He wasn't great last night. He hasn't been good, period, since he's been with the Browns. Not at all. No, his pocket presence isn't bad. He can avoid the rush, and he can keep his eyes down the field. So I agree with you, but I think it's it's twofold. Again, they're sort of similar to the Chicago Bears and all these other teams that have a run-first mentality, like the New England Patriots as well, is that, you know, Deshaun Watson needs to stretch defenses over the top. Every throw can't be a 15-yard dig route to your tight end or Amari Cooper on the sidelines. You have to take shots over the top so you can open up the rushing attack for Jerome Ford and the, and the running game. I don't understand why every throw is short to intermediate. I understand Amari Cooper is an aging wide receiver, but he's still above average. you got to stretch the field vertically. Have to. Look, have to. Let's hear from Tomlin uh, now, Joe. Of course, you knew that pass rush was going to play a big role in this game. It played a massive role. Here's Mike. You know, um, it, it's a big component. Um, it is. It probably always is a major component when these two groups come together. There's familiarity and, you know, kind of our edge guys have, have, you know, done what they did tonight, to be quite honest with you, um, in the history of this series or in the recent history of this series. Um, and it doesn't mean that we, we take their efforts for granted, um, but we need it. We expect it. Um, and they delivered. There you go. Uh, Mike Tomlin for you. He's right. And that's what won him the game, Joe. Because, I mean, they were in this game and the crowd's chanting to fire Canada. Uh, and, and, you know, while, during the game, the, the Steeler defense is what showed up uh, and got it done. No doubt. And they will go to one and one now. The Browns also, Joe, go to one and one. Uh, unfortunately for them, Nick Chubb, significant knee injury. He is done for the year uh that is bad news for them but i thought ford looked uh, ford looked pretty good joe uh subbing in for him last night they might have something with him fifth round pick last year well jerome ford was part of luke fickle's cincinnati bearcats with des ritter and the crew that challenged alabama in terms of the college football playoffs so he's a definite solid running back he catch the football out of the backfield he's not as big 
as Nick Chubb, but you saw his versatility last night. 84-yard run that got them right down to the one-yard line. So I don't think the rushing attack is the issue, Carver. It's the aggressiveness in terms of the play calling for the Cleveland Browns. On first and second down, instead of running the football, you need to attack with Deshaun Watson. You do need to attack with Sean Watson, and they did not do that. Uh, we'll close this one out by hearing from Stefanski. Uh, he says uh, the Browns blew it. He's right. Here's Kevin. He blew you know, it's, you're not going to win games turnover four times. Just not. Um, so that was the frustrating part. Um, we didn't play well enough as a team to win the game. Um, doesn't mean the guys didn't fight. Doesn't mean it was great. wasn't great effort. It was. Uh, but we just did too many things that, that's, that contributes to losing. Um, and again, we got to take care of the football. And that's all of us. That's, that's coaches, players. It's, it's everything. We got to take care of that football. Um, good news is we, we got a short week. Good news is we get to be out there uh, in front of our fans. And we don't even have to wait seven days. So that's, uh, that's where our focus goes after this one. We got to own it. We got to learn from it make us better in the long run. Um, and then the guy be ready to roll uh, Sunday at our place versus the Titans. That's your guy, Joe. Kevin Stefanski. All right, there you go. I attached my cart to this guy. I don't know. Now with Nick Chubb down, they better start opening it up. I still think they have a shot to win 10 games this season. They could beat the Titans. I mean, the Titans are nothing. Come on. Uh, stop buying into this team and Derrick Henry. Wait a second. Every Wait a second. I'm not talking – they could absolutely win this week. I'm not saying they can't beat the Titans. But when you start talking the 10-win stuff, I, I just – I don't think you can say that unless you see more from Watson. I think that when we thought they could win 10 games and maybe win this division in the preseason, that was because we thought we'd see the Watson from Houston. We haven't seen that, Joe. And until I do, I can't buy. I, I can't buy right now. I just can't. Uh, Pharrell Coast to Coast. We're back. Game right after this sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us uh, every day 
on Coast to Coast. We have Gabe Morenci with us, Sports Rage Late Night, right here on the grid, 10 p.m. East, on the TV and the radio. He's with us every day. Who's going to ruin your night? Did anybody ruin your night last night, Gabe, uh, in the two Monday night football games? What's going on, brother? No, it's bad for content, but good for my bankroll, uh, Carver. We run the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> I do a Who Ruined Your Sunday uh, bit, and sometimes it's really good. Last I, night, I was like, kind of like, man, I, don't know, I guess I could rip the Bengals a bit, but I won more than I lost. So I was sort of thinking, who, who ruined my Sunday? But last night, we were on the New Orleans Saints, and fortunately, I didn't lay the three. I had them on the money line. I had them in some teasers. We're seeing this year, Carver. There's a lot of close football games in the National Football League, right? I don't think the teams are good enough to pull away from each other, and I don't think they're bad enough to get blown out. So you just sort of end up like, I think like every Titan game is going to go to overtime this year. Look right. at the Titans, bro. They go to overtime, and they um, they, they play the 16-15 game. Look at the Saints so far, 16-15-2017, right? There's just a lot of these close football games, so – you know, I guess it was kind of a bad beat if you got backdoored with Carolina scoring that late touchdown, but it is what it is. And then we had that wild one in Pittsburgh last night where Pittsburgh didn't look good, but they won the game. I, I think you're right. I think that there's like a middle, like a middle tier of teams, like from like 12 to 25 in the league. And that every week, every week, their games are life and death, like you say. The teams you just mentioned, you know, Detroit, Atlanta, the Chargers, the Vikings, you know, Tennessee, New Orleans, like all those teams, it's the same game every week. It's down to the end. If you're getting points, you're going to want to get them there. But then you have a couple games this week, Gabe, where we are pushing over 10 in three games, including Thursday night uh, with the Giants in San Francisco. So we do have some big spreads this week uh, for week number three. It'll be interesting to see how the Giants respond short week. You know, my deal with this is the Giants are in a bad spot. We know this. No Saquon Barkley, obviously. They stayed on the West Coast. They're staying in Arizona all week and are leaving uh, tomorrow for San Francisco. But it's tough to lay 10 points, 10 and a half points. I see a 10 right now on a, in a short week. This is a San Francisco uh, 49ers home opener. Interesting carver, our Buffalo Bills. Listen, they did what we thought they were going to do. And, in fact, I even yeah. nailed the exact score. I wish I would have bet it. I said they'll win, uh. like, 38-10 or something. And then, boom, right, there we were, 38-10. I don't know how you feel, but six and a half out Washington is too high. Like, I, I, I'm not comfortable laying that many points on the road. The commanders are a scrappy team, bro. I think also because I think the commanders probably fall into those teams we were just talking about. Their first two games – have been down to the end, uh, inside the number, Arizona and Denver. Yeah. And uh, the Bills going on the road, do I think they're going to win the game? Yeah, I think they're going to win the game. Could I see Sam Howell running in some touchdown like Carolina did last night to New Orleans with a, with a minute 10 left that gives them a cover? Yeah, I could see that too, Gabe. I could absolutely see that. Washington, classic example of what we were just talking about, Cover. Their defense is good enough to keep them in the game against anybody, but their offense is, like, yeah. average enough that the game's going to be close no matter what. As you stated, like, it's almost like getting to the top of the mountain and whatever way we all take to get to the top of the mountain, everybody gets there at the same time <laughs> in the NFL uh, right now. Yep. It's still early. Obviously, teams will start to distance themselves uh, a little bit. We're seeing, you know, the Dallas Cowboys have looked pretty good to start the season, but let's tip our cap. 
Let's tip our cap uh, to the Washington Commanders for the football that they played. And I'm not, like, basically, if I like the Bills to cover, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was concerned about the Jets game. I didn't think it was a slam dunk walk they were going to win. I knew they'd beat the Raiders in the fashion that they did. This game, to me, Carver, feels like Bills win by three, bro. You know, 27-23 or something like that. 27-24. They escape. They win. But they don't win by seven. I agree with you. I will not be laying it with the Bills uh, on Sunday in Washington as we get ready for uh, the big matchup next Sunday, week four, uh, when the Dolphins head to Buffalo uh, for the first of their two meetings this year. That will be a big one. Speaking of big games, this college football slate, Gabe, this week is outstanding. I mean, it's got six games with ranked teams facing each other. You got the Irish and the Buckeyes in South Bend, Colorado and Oregon, Florida State, Clemson, Penn State, Iowa. There's just a billion great games this week. You know, it's funny, actually. I'm looking at the NFL slate here, and what's the big game this week? What's what's the yes. flashy, man? We, we, <laughs> what's, what's that one game, Carver, that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got you to gotta see that game. I, I'm looking at it. It's like underwhelming. Like, honestly, yeah. what's the game of the week this week in the NFL? The Falcons and the Lions. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I think, you know, that's college football, bro. Of all days, I'm going to the Labor Cup, Carver. The best Saturday college football in, like, the last five years. I'm going to be at tennis. <laughs> Can't make it up. <laughs> but you're you're, 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 <laughs> you're right. Huh? You're that's that you picked that Saturday to go of all the Saturdays to go you picked the one and I know you were telling me last week that you were going to that and sure enough it's on the best college football Saturday uh, in forever what game do you like the best uh, out of all these ones the one I want to watch the most and I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of the arena after and I'll see I'll see this one Ohio State and Notre Dame it's funny because in my lifetime as a Michigan fan it's probably the two programs that I've disliked the most in my lifetime like, I used to really, really, really not like Notre Dame. And now I'm indifferent, and I actually bet on them a lot. It's almost, you know, Carver, that they're not so great anymore. Then I didn't, like, I had no reason to dislike yeah. them. I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, you know what I mean? And I also do believe that college football is better when Notre Dame is good. Just point blank. It's like it's like the NBA is better when the Knicks are good. It's just there's certain teams. The NHL is better when the Montreal Canadiens are good. There's certain teams where it's like, yeah, it's just supposed to be like this. This is cool. So that Ohio State-Notre Dame game, I tell you what, man, I'm taking the Irish in this game. We're getting three and a half points. I think that Ohio State are good, but I think this is a big-time test for them. I think Notre Dame with Sam Hartman can, can handle this. I think they can handle this test. Notre Dame have fallen short in some of these big games over the years. Sets up perfectly for them. Saturday night, South Bend. They've got confidence. They're not coming off of any losses. They're rolling. Let's see what Ohio State can do. Ohio State are classic bullies, Carver. Like, when they roll you, it's all good. Start punching them back in the mouth and stuff. Fight back, and let's see what they've got, bro. And you see the recipe, Carver. Michigan showed you the recipe how to do this. Run the ball down their throat, bro. And I don't think that they have a quarterback this year. I mean, they've played hack teams so far. Well, let's see other what than the last week. That's right. This is a this is a big road spot against a really good team. And for the first time in years, Irish have a better quarterback than these other teams. Having yeah. Hartman makes such a difference. I'm with you. Irish win outright uh, Saturday night in South Bend against the Buckeyes. 
let me get a couple of these other things with you in these last couple minutes. USL, USFL and the XFL. They're going to get together. That's actually the way they should do it. We don't need two spring leagues. Just make one spring league, Gabe. I like it. It's bittersweet, Carver. The better in me hates it because I went like 36 and 17 in the XFL and I went like 35 and 19 <laughs> in the USFL. So you're taking away one of my leagues, bro. But from a football standpoint, it's going to be a damn good league. Like if you actually combine the two of them and you combine all those players and you take some of these, like if you took both Houstons, that was the stupidest thing ever, Carver. Not only, get this, did they have, like, so you got a spring leagues playing at the same time at the back end of this thing with teams in the same freaking city, bro. And get this, yeah. that Houston actually played head-to-head -head once. Like the really? Renegades oh, the and same, the Gamblers the played time. at the same time right. in the same city. You just can't do that, bro. You, you I, just like, I, I, it's just like, come on, guys. You, you, it's not, it's counterproductive what we're doing here. But from a better standpoint, and also from a football player standpoint, bro, all these guys, and you look, man, there's a lot of guys that have made it to the NFL from the USFL and the XFL. Yeah. More so to USFL. But now there's, instead of two leagues for guys to get a chance, Carver, there's only one league. Like, there's less jobs now. So, less yeah. games for us to bet on because there's one league, less league. And less jobs for football players now. But the USF, and I've already given them the name, bro, the USXFL. Not bad, huh? There you go. There the you USXFL. go. You got it. What bothered, what bothered me about the USFL was that they were playing the games at neutral sites. That bothered. Like, they played all the games in Birmingham, oh, yeah, and yeah, this year they're yeah, playing yeah, yeah, in Canton, yeah, yeah. and that, that, that bothered me. And so the USFL, I think that this though, is a nice. Carver was whacked. Yeah. They were playing in cities, but they didn't live there. They all lived in Arlington. Right. And then they all yeah, flew that's... to the respective cities. You're not getting any, like, local traction with the fan base no. if they all know you fly in on a Friday night before the game. They've got to correct that. Yes. One minute, Gabe. Uh, at WNBA playoffs. I know the Liberty are playing tonight and MLB picks tonight. What are you going with? Yeah, let's keep it simple and kind of square here, bro. I think the Liberty are going to win the series tonight. I think the Dallas Wings finish off Atlanta. It's minus 173, Carver. It is what it is. Moneyline parlay but I think it's going to hit. Major League Baseball, sorry. I think the Jays beat the Yankees uh, tonight. Big series for uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays. I like the Jays with Kikuchi uh, this evening. And uh, Luis Castillo tonight. Same game parlay, guys. Seattle Mariners to win the game. Luis Castillo over seven and a half strikeouts is plus 160. Nice payday right there. And a big fan, uh, Carver, I'm a fan of this bat, is take the pitcher to record the win. So you get a big favorite, but you're eliminated. Yeah. So instead of laying 230, 240 tonight, Luis Castillo to record the win, minus 105, bro. That's a much better way to go. I know sometimes the bullpens can screw you uh, in those spots, uh, but not a bad way, that's for sure. Gabe, great stuff. I will see you tomorrow. You will see Gabe tonight. Sports Rage Late Night, 10 p.m. East on the grid. See you then, Gabe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us today. Always great every week to have our man Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News with us. Mike, great to see you as always. Now, if Scott were here, I know how he would start today. What'd you think of the Steelers beating? It's always fun watching the Steelers beat the Browns, right, Mike? I know you enjoyed that last night. <laughs> it's usually fun. Last night was probably less fun than most in terms yeah. of the victories. <laughs> it, it really has right. become a, a real labor on the offensive side of the ball for the Steelers. It just is not working. And I don't know how you can continue to justify an offensive coordinator. This, th- this stat just blows me away that they have not had a 400-yard total offense game under Matt Canada. It, and that's, it's, it's into four seasons now. And that every other team in the league has had at least three. At least three. That yeah. just blows me away that, that's what, you're, that you, that's what you're putting up with. And that's happening with four different quarterbacks over the course of that time. Ben Roethlisberger, obviously. Mason Rudolph got a start in there. Uh, you had... Uh, uh, you had obviously uh, you've got uh, what you, what you have now with Kenny Pickett, uh, Mitch Trubisky yeah. along the way. So it doesn't seem to matter who's got the ball in his hands; it just isn't happening. It really isn't, and and, they, and I think that uh, that Pickens is a weapon too. I mean, you saw it on the seventy-yard touchdown last night. Like you just got to get that dude the ball, and Tomlin like knows it too. I saw Tomlin's press conference today where he's like. Oh yeah, we hear the fans. We hear them. Uh, we know. We know what they're saying. Uh, you know. Okay, Mike. Uh, it's just like you say. Eventually, the offense. You know, you, this is why you finish nine and eight, right, Mike? I mean, this is what the, when your defense is so good and your offense doesn't carry that same weight, you win games like last night, but you also lose a bunch of games and you're just five hundred at the end of the year. You expect things to be a work in progress, and the, the, the best team on. September 10th isn't always or maybe even often the best team on uh, February 15th. There's a a work in progress. But when does that progress hit home with the Steelers' offense? It hasn't really. Even last year when they went 7-2 in the final nine games, they were staying in games with good defense and, and controlling the football a little bit on offense. And then they would always seem to need a big drive or two at the end of the game to produce a victory. It's certainly how they beat the Las Vegas Raiders the last time around on December 23rd in the ice cold of 
Acrisure Stadium. It'll be a little bit nicer Sunday night, I think, on the indoors in Vegas. Uh, it certainly will. Uh, and that should be another fun one. Uh, the Steelers and the Raiders Sunday night football. All right, Mike, last week we discussed uh, the Mel Tucker situation in East Lansing at Michigan State. A lot has happened since then, as yesterday, uh, they basically let him know, you're going to be out the door with cause. We're not paying you. It's a legal battle that will probably go on for a very long time. But the bottom line is, Mike, uh, the Mel Tucker era now officially uh, over in Spartanville. Yeah, and I don't think anybody who saw the report come out uh, last Sunday uh, was surprised. Uh, I, I, I wrote a column about, I thought, and, and my, my qualifier here, and I think this is how Michigan State University is operating, is that even if you don't find for the person who filed the Title IX claim uh, to, the univer to, to, to the university, even if you don't believe anything she said, and I'm not saying I don't, I'm just saying use that as a supposition for a grounds to move forward for Michigan State. Even if you just believe him, I still believe that there are grounds to move on. And that's clearly what Michigan State believes as well, because the hearing that would conclude the Title IX case is set for October 5th. It may run into October 6th as well, but it's set for October 5th. So they have decided well in advance of that, of that process, which will conclude, they have decided well in advance that they, that they already have grounds to move on and find another football coach. Uh, and I did see that uh, Mark D'Antonio is actually going to come back. You know, you wrote about this as well. Uh, going to come back and help out uh, in the interim, uh, which is, I think, a good thing. I mean, obviously, he was at the university for so long as the head guy. You want somebody who you know can bring a little stability to get you through this season. I think that that's a smart move by them. Yeah, there are things that a head coach does that can only be known once they're done. And... So the interim coach uh, has not been a head coach before. And so this gives the opportunity for him to consult with D'Antonio and say, hey, what do you think here? And, the, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to buy everything that Mark sells, that you may think that there are something else, but it, it helps to have uh, another sounding board. And as well as, I, like I said, there are those little things that you just don't know until you've done them. And it helps to have someone on your staff who's done them. I, I talk about this a lot of times with young head coaches in college basketball, which is the sport uh, where I have the greatest expertise. Uh, I, I talk to young head coaches all the time and say, you need to have somebody there who's called a timeout, somebody you can trust. Uh, in, in the case of uh, one, one coach, Sean Miller, who never hired that guy, well, that's because he had his dad, who won like 700 games in Pennsylvania high schools, and he could always call his dad and ask him about those things. But not everybody has a John Miller available to them, so having a D'Antonio on your staff is definitely an advantage. And I think, Mike, that that's going to be, I mean, kind of a desirable job when we get to the end of this year and the cycle kicks up, specifically because look at what they just paid Tucker. We're going to pay Tucker. I mean, that was talking $95 million they were willing to invest in their head coach, if I'm somebody else who's maybe getting courted by Michigan State, I'm thinking this place is willing to pay. Now, I know it's tough. you got to go after Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State, 
But from a money aspect, Mike, it seems like an attractive job. Well, there are a couple things, Mike. Uh, first of all, with the, uh, the uh, decision to abandon divisions, uh, Michigan State no longer yeah. has to play those three year after year. They'll still play Michigan, but they won't have to play those three every single season. So that's an advantage for them. You have the coming of the big television contract from Fox, which is putting the Big Ten and, and the, the SEC with ESPN, but it's putting those two in a different pay class. Uh, so they have more income that they can spend. So you could go, if, if there's a, a coach in at a current Pac-12 school or a coach at in the Big 12 uh, or the ACC, and you can go and know that you're going to be able to pay them money that they're unlikely to be able to get at their current places. So I, I think it does have give Michigan State an advantage in the coaching derby uh, in, uh, in November, December, January, whenever they decide to make, an, make a hire. I think it gives them a real edge to, to not only have presumably this pool of 70 plus million dollars they were going to spend on Mel Tucker in addition to the Big Ten TV money that's coming. We're talking with Mike DeCourcy, of course, the sporting news every week here on Pharrell Coast to Coast. Uh, speaking of teams making good hires, I mean, what Colorado and Dion so far, you've been covering college athletics for a long time, Mike. You ever seen anything quite like this? Dion comes to Colorado, comes to Boulder, and it's like all eyes are now on the college football world and that team. Nine and a half million Saturday night for a 10 o'clock East game against Colorado State? Are you kidding me, Mike? That's normally a game that does like 1-7 uh, or 2, and they did 9.5 million for that game. Oh, 1-7 a year ago would have been a miracle uh, because <laughs> yeah. Colorado was awful. Uh, now they're doing 9.5 million. It's astounding. I have never, I, I've been in this business for 40 years. I've never seen anything like this. Basketball or football, I have never seen a hire have a popular impact like this. We've seen new hires win games, championships even, and, and, and get recruits and, and get interest generated. But we've never seen a cultural phenomenon like this where people just want to see what's going to happen. It, it's fascinating, and it's fascinating in part because he's a coach. He wears a headset. I mean, after the game, he's unbelievable. His, his, his comments to the press are next level. But during the game, he's a guy with a headset, and yet people, they want to be a part of that. It, it, that, that game la it lasted until 2 a.m. plus Eastern time, uh, and, and people were still hanging with it. Now, obviously, it was an overtime game, so I guess once you went past 1 o'clock, you were in for the whole ride. But it's still amazing to get that kind of audience for Colorado, Colorado State. And it's a ride all week? The press conference is a ride. The lead-up is a ride. I mean, everything now leading in to these Colorado games, it just builds towards it. And obviously, all the networks want to be a part of it. I mean, obviously, Fox, ESPN, they want their pregame shows there. They're moving them into prime slots. But the next two weeks, Mike, very telling, because now you move into kind of a different class for Dion and Colorado. They're going to Eugene this Saturday to play Oregon. Next week, they're playing USC at home, and that game was even moved. I think what's Fox moving that to noon east, so that's, what, 10 a.m. local in Boulder uh, for the kickoff. They want to get that Colorado team in all those spots. Next two weeks, very telling. Absolutely. Those are two huge games, and it's a shame uh, that they are probably won't yes. have 
uh, Travis Hunter for either of them based on the hit that uh, took him out of that Colorado State game. It appears that he's going to be out for multiple weeks. And that's just devastating for him because I, he was starting to mount at about as good a Heisman case as you can make outside of the quarterbacks. Heisman's become much too quarterback oriented, so it would have been hard for him to win that. But he, it would have there would have been money uh, and value in being in the race, and as well as more, much more important, the chance to play probably the two most important games on the schedule. If they can win both of those. They are the Pac-10 leader. They're the, they're the leading contender. If they can split them, they're in the race. If they lose them both, they're playing for a for a middle-tier bowl. So that's the difference in those two games. And to do without Travis Hunter, real shame for the Buffs. I, I hope they're able to be uh, at least put up you know, a, a one of their best efforts, two of their best efforts, without maybe their best player. I know we keep going back to this, but is, it's just so amazing that the Pac-12 is disappearing. They have eight teams in the top 25 this week, and three of the biggest games, Colorado, Oregon, UCLA, Utah, Oregon State, Washington State, the two cast-offs who are playing each other, both ranked. I can't believe still, Mike, that they couldn't figure this out. I really can't uh, with how good their football league is this year. <laughs> they didn't value... They, they, they overvalued themselves in the television market. If they'd taken ESPN's offer of 30-plus million, they'd still be here. And they undervalued the, uh, the value of the, the automatic bid to the college football playoff. All 12, well, 10 out of the 12 members undervalued that because that would have been something that would have been great for them. Uh, to be able to get into that playoff, to be on that field, it would have brought more attention, more uh, people into the stand, more recruits. Mike, I've seen all the tweets all over the last two days. College Hoops is close, man. The Big Ten schedule came out. It's right around the corner for you, Mike. As Scotty says, doing push-ups. Mike, great job as always. We'll see you next week here on Coast to Coast. Mike DeCourcy, the sporting news for El Coast to Coast. We're back on Sports Grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Um. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. Uh, the other game last night, Joe, that we did not talk about yet. Saints beat the Panthers 20-17, to 17, uh, which is, uh, for most people, Joe, the push, uh, as they say. Unfortunately, how about the Saint D? I know you but the Saint D Carolina coming down the field on that last drive, Joe. I was basically just like, here you go. You guys want to score? <laughs> just come on in. Just uh, come on Young in and score. Let's, let's make Bryce, Bryce feel good. Let's, uh, you know let's what? make Bryce Here's feel good. Coach. Let him get a score. Let, let, let me bash yeah. Frank Wright for a little bit. Another, you know, genius, oh, right. offensive guru, right? Can't wait to run it every single play. And third and 19, then we'll pass. Great job, Frank. You couldn't coach up Philip Rivers when you went to the playoffs and you lost to the Bills. And then ever since then, you took that team down like a dart. I mean, Still, ridiculous. You love getting on Frank. Well, is you he supposed to be a quarterback Frank. whisperer? Yeah, where's uh, Carson Wentz the, now? The uh, Saints, of course, have Alvin Kamara suspended. Jamal Williams got hurt early in the game last night. So it was the pride of South Bend, Joe. Tony Jones Jr. getting it done. Not once, but twice on ESPN. And Jones makes the cut and scores from the practice squad to the end zone. What a night for Tony Jones Jr. These guys Tony Jones Jr. It's what? amazing. Ky Kyron Williams, all oh, wow. like rejects and making it in the league. Kyron Williams. But, but, but you see, Joe, this is this is Where's what the charts and Let's graphs go. people and the owners and the GMs see this. They see Tony Jones and Kyron Williams and and Ford and all these guys having big games. And that's why they go. Maybe we don't have to pay uh, Saquon Barkley and uh, and Jonathan Taylor 15 million dollars. Look at these guys. They score touchdowns. Hey, come on. It's running back. That's the opposite side of the running back argument is guys like these guys having huge games. All right, coast to coast, hour number two. We're back on the grid right after this. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.